Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it, we need to talk to someone we about it. We need to talk to someone about it. <laughs> Hello, Kate. Hi, Mary. How are you? Oh, great. Oh, I love this episode. <laughs> I really love this episode too. And you know why? And I never thought I would say this in a million years, but I love Sean because of recorders. <laughs> Tell us more. The, the music in this episode for me just really makes it. It's that funky little um, do 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 do. Yeah. Oh, I'm having flashbacks already. It's so cool. And um, actually, I have I have a confession to make. Yeah. So uh, Joff Bush and I have been texting. <laughs> oh my god! I know. <laughs> um, no, I um, we we follow each other on Instagram and we started just messaging each other because I liked his content. It was good Instagram content. You should follow him if you're not already. And um, he did say anytime I had a music query to uh-huh. feel free to get in touch. Oh. So I did. And permission to harass. I know. They're going to regret that. Um, yeah, Very much similar to work. <laughs> um, but um, I couldn't work out with the music in Sean because I, fe- I feel like the music makes this episode so great. Yeah. And I couldn't work out if it was an original composition or if it was um, another like folksy windpipey recordery yeah, song, I was instantly thinking fairies because it has that kind of flutiness, yes. but not as kind of Irishy, I guess. Yes. Okay, but, but there's a good technical description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it's a recorder. Okay. And he um, composed this with Steve Peach, and. I'll let you in on a little secret. Joff actually forwarded me the original demo. Oh, cool. Yeah. Have a listen. There you go. I know. Right. So you can recorder. definitely. I did not think anything good could ever come out of a recorder. No, recorders are the are the the well pits of oh. the music world. <laughs> the really, world. when we did very quickly when we did um, uh, hide and seek, and we talked about Chattermax and hiding things under yes. the sink. Um, one of our listeners pointed out that uh, if a recorder fell behind the bed, it could never be retrieved. <laughs> and I could completely relate to that. Just getting rid of recorders oh. is oh. a very very important in my world yeah my parents transitioned me to clarinet very quickly from a recorder (laughs) (laughs) after squitching away for a few years yep um but I because I wanted um so in composing there Mm -hmm. is a technique called um variations right which um basically you take the original song and you can sort of flip it upside down or um play it backwards to sort of keep the composition moving everyone from Bach to Mozart and Beethoven use it all the cool guys all the cool guys and uh, I wondered if this was actually an inversion of the bluey theme like so rather than um do 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 it's like do, 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 do. So yes. it's sort of similar. Okay, so upy downy. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like a different ver- way of sort of moving the notes around, but similar sort of theme. 
And actually, um, Joff has confirmed that, yes, that may indeed be the case. So may indeed I'm, be the case. I know. Ooh. He said it would be unintentional, but, yeah, he can see that it actually <laughs> has happened and that Bluey must have been on his mind the whole time. Oh, Who would well. have thought working for Bluey, Bluey would be front and centre? Well, so. or not even working for Bluey, you know. Have you had Bluey dreams yet? <laughs> no. Like, oh, okay, well, neither have I. That's, that's so weird I bring it up. Um, anyway, moving right along. <laughs> Um, Although Clementine Ford has been having bluey oh, dreams. Well, Did those you? kind of bluey yeah, dreams. Yeah, I know. Oh she gosh. wrote a very racy article about Bandit and how she would go there. Okay, so confession time. <laughs> Did you know what, before Clem called um, Bandit a uh, trap, a thirst trap? Thirst trap. Did you know what that was? No. Oh, man, no. Neither, neither me. Okay. I'm so old. I'm when out I of it. Googled it. It seems to be if you post alluring images of yourself <laughs> online to try and trap people who are thirsty uh, into looking at you and being interested in you. Um, so that's where it all started. But now anyone who's attractive is a thirst trap, apparently, <laughs> which I don't know, like Bandit has gone out on about his calves a bit. Perhaps he perhaps he is positioning himself. He is himself. working out. <laughs> he's, he's off the carbs. So, so yeah, um, yeah, look, we all know Bandit is, is beautiful inside and out, but mm. I, I don't think we'll objectify him any more than that in this particular arena. <laughs> I, I don't think we should be objectifying him at all. A, he's a cartoon, but B, surely he's just doing what in a perfect world we would expect all dads to do which is be active and engaged and then we would be in love with them equally we would be so in love well we are we are yes i mean we totally are um anyway anyway back to the music okay yeah so um yeah i think thank you so much joff for for getting us on the good path and it's so nice that it is an original composition i think Mm. because the music for me is just a beautiful sort of tie throughout this episode and really captures that sort of fun and cheeky emu-y sense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, the the running message through this episode is calm and controlled as well. Mm. Like, that's the big takeaway. Bluey has to get this maniacal emu played by <laughs> Dad uh, to behave and she needs to be calm and controlled to get it to be calm and controlled and the music does go from very chaotic to quite calm when they finally Mm. got um emu sean under control Mm. but but it's the same tune it's just they've brought it down a notch towards the end so Yeah. yeah it lends itself to a lot and apparently um, Steve Peach, who he, who Joff recorded with, um, was pretty much all him, that beautiful end anthem. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, I feel like we need to go back to the start yeah, We now. do need to go back to the start. And, I mean, um, who hasn't harassed their parents for a pet? Dad. What do you hillbillies want? We want a pet. What? Pets end up taking over the place. I've already got you two animals for that. I can try. It's pretty classic, like up there with can we have a pool dad, can we have a pool dad, it's yeah, I want a pet. This was one of the first episodes that my sister and I had a good chat, throwback to our childhood, and we both very much agreed this Sean shenanigans would never have worked on us, like absolutely (laughs) not, wouldn't have been buying it, and we had many, many pets through our childhood, so um, I think if dad had ever tried to pull out a Sean move, we like, no, he would have just been sacked. (laughs) The Sean move itself reminded me a little bit of... um, 
that movie Liar Liar with the claw, oh, okay, you know, Jim yeah. Carrey and how he brings it out. And I wonder how many times, judging from Bluey's reaction, Sean has been out to terrorise people in the past. <laughs> yes. And even Lucky's dad, he's like, Sean's oh, back. Oh, Lucky's dad. <laughs> very traumatic. Um, I actually noticed something with Lucky's dad this week. And two things. A, he lives at number 13. Which, okay, you know, for... next door to number two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and Lucky, obviously. Um, yeah, well, assuming that is the front of his house okay. the, that he's harassed oh, up they the front of. Oh, that they the letters out yeah, of. Yeah, but I, I was know. like, Lucky and 13. Like, yeah, that's, oh, true. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yep. And then um, he, he calls out at one point, Chanel, Sean's back. Okay. So, so who's Chanel? Maybe Mrs. Lucky. Yeah, is this yeah. Mrs. Lucky's dad? Oh, great name. Yeah, I know. Chanel. Well, there's already a Coco as well. Like, perhaps there's a whole like, <laughs> layer of uh, high fashion in Bluey that we're not even picking up on yet. So, <laughs> or maybe more a Bogan Chanel, do you think? Do you think it's maybe like, like a Chanel with some with silent a Ys yeah. and silent, you know, Ks and whatever? I do actually feel like Chanel would be like Shane Warne with an LLE on the okay, end okay. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, Bandit, how you going? Um, but, you know, Wendy might have finally had some influence rub off on the street, maybe. <laughs> it's true. She's trying to drag up that little street by, you know, its bootstraps into, into, into a respectability. World. Yeah. I think Bluey and Bingo's reactions to Sean are so classic at the start. You yeah. Know, like, um, and that dichotomy as well, that before Sean comes out, Bingo, sorry, Bluey is all about, oh, animals listen to me. Yes. And then as soon as Sean appears, it's very clear that she ain't selling what she promised. Yeah, <laughs> so. absolutely. She's um she's terrified and fair enough. I reckon that's probably something that a lot of little kids go through as well. Like, you know, animals are really your first experience of something in your world that you can't control and that your parents quite often can't control mm. and that's something to be really scared of. Like Bon calls my parents um, Chooks Pa and Grandma because they had Chooks when he was littler and he was terrified of those things <laughs> but equally fascinated by them. Mm. So he loved loved going to go out to the Chooks and then would instantly be screaming when they like came towards him. They are very pecky. They are, yeah. So I think some of his earliest words were bad Chooks don't peck Bon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, clearly Sean isn't taking that kind of command. <laughs> no, I'm interested with the emu concept as well. Like it's it's great that it's an Australian bird. But yes. Yeah. How, I wonder how Sean came to be. And uh, yeah. I guess a hand is kind of emu-y. I don't know. But yeah. have you had any run-ins with real life emus or the kids? No, but I do find emus quite terrifying. They're, they're full on. Aren't yeah, they, yeah, they do so. seem like big and just a bit evil. Um, yeah, with their cold, dead red oh. eyes. Um, yeah, I, um, I'm reminded of, I don't even remember what it is, but in the 80s there was some performer with, it was like Dave and Emu or something oh, like yeah, that. yeah, that rings a bell and it was like a puppet on strings, Emu. Yeah, but it was like a ventriloquist puppet. Oh, and sure, I, okay. Yeah, mm. and I'm wondering if that was sort of an inspiration for, for this. Yeah, well, somehow. I guess Bandit's Hand is like a puppet without the puppet. I don't know. I'd say there was probably a real-life emu encounter in the girl's past and Bluey was terrified and now Dad is just milking that for all it's worth. Yeah, to which, try and put them off her getting an animal. Yeah, yeah. which uh, seems to be working, perhaps. Yeah. Um, less terrifying animal, 
bin chicken. Chicken appearance. Now I can't remember where I saw this, but I'm sure around the times um, the the episodes were airing, one of the animators had put on Twitter perhaps uh-huh. that that they had to really fight to get the, those shots of the bin chicken running towards the hedge. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's I think it just shows the level of sophistication and the difference between like the season one part one yep. early drops because the camera angles during that run or what, what the animation <laughs> angles because there are no cameras cameras but you know what I mean they are so different and and really dynamic yeah. you know to to sort of get that um motion of you know not only bandit running with Sean right out in front towards the head, yep. but then the little bobbly head of the bin chicken. Yeah. Never was there more a maligned bird, I think, than the bin chicken. <laughs> they are pretty terrible. While we were in Queensland, um, a bin chicken was on the beach of the lake we were at and came and, like, tried to steal chips out of a packet of chips while we were all in the water. And to this day, Bon is still talking about bin chickens. And, you know, little kids need baddies in their lives, so bin chickens are definitely in the baddie camp. Yeah. Like, But when did the ibis become so maligned? Like, because when I was younger, they were like a graceful were, Lakeland bird. Uh, I think it's something to do with how much rubbish is now just lines our city streets how much we've eaten into their natural habitat and how much they now eat our rubbish like it's they're just like I guess up there with pigeons and seagulls as scavengers yeah and and they do look pretty filthy like have you ever seen a Sydney bin chicken oh they're disgusting like in Queensland at least they can keep a bit cleaner but yeah the ones that stalk the streets of Sydney like wow they are next level horrible I just it's such an interesting commentary though on our perceptions you know like we're ruining the planet and their environments and yet they're just they're the yucky ones yeah Yeah, they're just somehow blame it's (laughs) terrible uh I feel very bad but nothing is as hilarious as bin chicken so I'm not about it <laughs> and I wonder if keeping them in was something to do with the American market as well because they probably like I'd say this was the second drop of Epps as yep. you say so the Disney deal would have been so close and they knew they wanted to get into the American market yep. I wonder if they were thinking will they understand what on earth we're talking about chasing bin chickens yeah. down the street but, but it's a very Aussie thing, I feel. I think so, yeah. I don't know what an American equivalent would They've be. They've done screensavers as well for your phone oh, with <laughs> ibises fantastic. on them. So, like, from the Ludo people, if you search Twitter, they usually come up. I think Daily Peterson's posted them a few times okay. so you can upload them. But oh, Got to get onto that. Yeah, you never know. It could become a thing in America, no doubt. Because oh, sugar gliders have become a huge the, thing in America. The so. glitterati of uh, Hollywood will be, like, getting bin chickens for their kids yeah. for, like, birthdays and... <laughs> Oh my gosh, petting zoos. It'll be the new like baby pigs or whatever they were. Um, <laughs> Good luck with that, America. Yeah. Um, I like how you were saying that this episode is all about calm and control mm. because we first see that demonstrated by Chili in the home yes. and the girls are just amazed. Oh, Sean's back. Mum is not listening to me. Oh, really? Sean, sit. Wow. Good, Sean. How did you do that? Just stay calm and controlled. He's a simple creature, really. (laughs) Sure. And what a comeback about the whole walkies. You know, he's a simple creature, really. Could she look more smug? (laughs) She's just lining up Bandit and shooting him down over and over again. (laughs) 
Um, which is what, like, what we mum for, basically. I isn't know. It? Like, <laughs> yeah. this is exactly where I want to be in my relationship. Actually, <laughs> is super wife goals right there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just you know, owning it and um, playing it so beautifully. Like, she she's not only yeah getting the last word, but knowing that she's going to have a few hours to herself in the house with yes. um, Bandit running around. <laughs> what a win! Oh, it's a gem. So, calm and control. There's a moment which I really love when Sean is off after the bin chicken and it's actually Bingo that initiates the action. She's like, Bluey, you know, what are we going to do? And it's just summarizes that dynamic so beautifully. Like, even though it's chaos, she's always just going to assume that Bluey has the answer. Mm. And that's what prompts Bluey to step up to the plate as well I think so it's just gorgeous dynamic between those two as usual um but yeah really it's it's just taking a deep breath and saying it that gets Bluey the win is that what you took Mm. away yeah although surely Bandit didn't want to run into the prickle bush (laughs) (laughs) timing is everything pick your moments yeah but then We've often talked about Bingo staying in character. Mm. I am amazed that Bandit sees this through. Oh, absolutely. And I'm exhausted just watching him. Yeah, yes, I am there as well. Because the girls really, like, you know, when Chili felt it looked a bit cheeky when she suggested they go out for a walk, but I don't think even she was picturing, like, fetch around the park and tag and then giving the kids of the neighborhoods yeah, rides how on how the you hold a child on your arm oh like, man like you know back to back to thirst trap bandit like his guns must be pretty good <laughs> after that um and i'll never mention that again i swear <laughs> it's most, i'm so sorry i just can't even thirst i just whoever came up with that term needs to have a good talking to just stay on instagram not in our real world um <laughs> exactly but yeah, he is absolutely exhausted by the end of it, which is probably good training for having a pet. You are meant to get them out and tired. They need they need their exercise. So perhaps he's uh, played into his own trap there. Um, yeah, I like you say, equally exhausted. It felt a bit like asparagus to me, where they just overcommitted yep. to the game, um, the parents, yep. and yeah, there was no going back. It kept going, but then. Talk about doubling down when Bandit wakes up the next morning. Oh, is it morning? Yep. Where's Sean? Well, while you're asleep, Sean left for a long holiday to the bush to see his friends. Oh, well, good for him. Yes, but... What? (coughs) He's had babies! Oh, no! (coughs) Tilly has clearly told the girls, hey... I think Sean's had babies and yeah. they pop up with four little <laughs> emu hands. Talk about like enabling chaos. Like, oh, I, I truly respect, but I don't think I could go there. I would not want four oh. little Sean's running around my house feeling like they had permission. <laughs> Maybe it's a chance to get um, the parents to be the ones who were calm and controlled though right. teaching the babies. Maybe they were like, well, Bandit was so exhausted after all the running around. Maybe it is the Maybe. most genius idea ever. Oh, there's so many layers to this. So many layers. But I think it's good. I did like how her eye gave a little twitch when yeah. she said that they had babies. Oh, dear. Oh, it's so funny. But, yeah, I think overall Chili wins again. And <laughs> perhaps it is just she's recognised just how much fun they've had with this game. And yep. they haven't had to get a pet. So let's just keep it rolling. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, it's a really nice episode, actually. Um, a number 50, actually, in the list of Bluey episodes that were released. Oh, but really? um, We've still got a distance to go, though. So. Oh, I think, yeah, we're, we're in the 30s, which mm. is an achievement. But, uh, yeah, 52. I hope we, – I don't think we will have even had done all the 50 – one by mm. the time the Christmas app drops. Oh, so we'll, we'll drop everything and do yeah. the Christmas app when it's finally here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we've got our work cut out we for We really it. do. <laughs> it's like baby emus everywhere. Yeah. But we'd really love to say thank you so much to everyone who's been listening to us and supporting us so far. We've had some beautiful comments actually recently, particularly on Twitter, and they just really mean a lot to us. Yeah. We're having so much fun doing it. We forget that you lovely people are out there listening in the moment but uh when we're reminded it's oh good good yeah that's great yeah there's other parents out there too (laughs) more bluey love to go around it's beautiful yeah and look i'd very happily talk about bluey for another year at least so (laughs) we're gonna make it happen i wonder when season two will drop oh i'm so excited because it was april one this year Mm. that yeah maybe maybe april one yeah we could if we put it out there, they can either tell us we're wrong and tell us the date or just... Are you talking about manifesting? Because I have a huge thing against manifesting okay. at the moment. Right. No manifesting going on Yeah, here. let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just see what happens. Back in your box, Mary. Um, I did see on um, socials fairly recently, though, it was a few weeks back now, that um, they have celebrated 60 episodes of Bluey being completed. Oh. So they must have finished... Okay. Quite so that's, a few. that's eight of the new season yeah. in Canada. Ooh, yeah, so far. They're making good progress. They are really are. Considering it was zero when we were there only in July. Yeah, I know. So they're really, like, nailing it. And they had, like, a 60s-themed party. <laughs> so cute. I know, really adorable. There's some great photos on Twitter if you can search them down. But we might have to repost some of those. Yeah. Speaking of Twitter. Oh, yes, you can find us on all the socials. It's uh, at Bluey Podcast on Twitter, at Bluey Pod on Instagram, um, our Facebook page. You just have to search, got to be done, the Bluey Podcast. Yep. And, and like um, so many other lovely people have done, you can email us. Yes, uh, blueypod at gmail.com. And as usual, stay listening, stay subscribing. Yeah. Feel free to review us on any of our platforms. And um, like Bluey says in her beautiful lullaby... Um, what, go to sleep, little emu? <laughs> yeah, go to sleep, little emu. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll do in it the all mor- again. Oh, in the morning. <laughs> in the morning. We, we will do, do it again. <laughs> I think we'll replace that with the actual song. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It's got to be gotta done. Be done. Bye. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, little emu. In the morning.